Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Going to Mars, the Nikki Giovanni project pushes the boundaries of biographical documentary film to reveal the enduring influences of one of America's greatest living artists and social commentators. Combining parallel cinematic story, editing, and visually innovative treatment of her poetry, along with the intimate, verite-rich archival footage and Giovanni's own captivating contemporary performances, Going to Mars recounts the story of the artist and her works of resistance through many tumultuous historic periods. Wonderful documentary film. We're joined today by the co-directors, Michelle Stevenson and Joe Brewster. To both of you, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. The thing about the documentary uh, film is not only getting to know Nikki and her work, but her life, her world, and the way that this film unfolds is very much a cinematic experience. It's not a day-to-day, by-the-book kind of chronological description of her life. It is a very creative way in which to approach her as a subject, as a person, and as an artist. Um, I'll start with Michelle. What Mm -hmm. What went into the process, not only of documenting Nikki's life, but also how you told the story? Well, there are a couple of things that we started off with that we wanted to make sure we kept at the center. Uh, First, we did, like you say, this is not a conventional biopic. And we were very intentional about not being a biographical film in that sense. So what did that mean for us initially, which of course evolved was one, we wanted to make sure that uh, this was all in Nikki's voice. There would be no outsiders, experts, friends speaking to the impact of her work. That space was going to be taken up by not just her point of view, but her work itself and seeing how it speaks for itself. So that was one parameter. And within that, we culled from the decades of performances that she's done on stage to a variety of audiences her reciting her poetry, uh, being at the center of it, and then doing what we do, as you know, we've done with American Promise, our previous film over, you know, uh, 13 years, delve into spending time in verite moments with her that are intimate as juxtapositions to these other, to this other material. And so with that parameter in mind, we've sort of pushed forward and there were you know, obstacles, but also opportunities for immense creativity with with those parameters in mind. Joe, do you want to add anything to what I just said? I do. What what I want to say something is less intellectual. I think we set out to create a lean-in experience. Almost at every moment of the film, you're leaning in for what's next. So it's dramatic. And so that really involved mining every cinematic tool that we had at our disposal. So we're using a lot of rhythmic cutting. We're using a lot of tonal cutting. 
we are juxtaposing uh, opposites to, to force the audience to really think about what they've seen the, the, uh, in terms of the montage. Uh, many times people have said to us, they come back twice. Or what we noticed early on is that the audience would grow because initially they might not know Nikki or might not know this kind of uh, filmmaking where basically everything is not laid out to you. Everything is not explained. You, it, this, huh. is, this is a piece where you're, you, you ride your emotions. Yeah, and... my, my son describes it as a tesseract. You know, there's these multidimensional cubes and depending on where you look at it, from which angle, you see a whole different layers of interpretation and of emotion but you kind of have to sort of come at it in different ways that it says a different story depending on where you're coming from. I uh, would also throw into my interpretation of it is we see these brush strokes over the course of the film that eventually reveal the portrait of of her and that's one of the things that and as I mentioned to you before we got started, I was not familiar with Nikki Giovanni until I saw this film. And uh, Joe, how would, in I guess, broad strokes, if you will, would you describe Nikki as a, as an artist? That's a big question, I realize. That's a very big question. So I, I, I'm going to do the, what we did in the movie. I, <laughs> what I want to answer, and you fill in the rest. But Nikki's a poet. What poets do is they tell story and they make us think about things we don't normally see. And Nikki does that partially because she's brilliant, but also because of the traumatic life in which she uh, in which she grew up in. Yeah. She part of a she had a relationship which with her father, which was troubling. And she was required for her own survival to really think about what she valued, what was love, and what she uh, rejected in a way that um, a lot of us don't have to. But I, but what I do know is some of the strengths that she developed out of that traumatic relationship is what what I prize and then what could be used to describe her. Once she has a an amazing sense of humor. Yes. And we plumb that. She is uh, the equivalent of, uh, of uh, Will Rogers and Dave Chappelle. Uh, <laughs> she has uh, an understanding of history that's yeah. unparalleled. In fact, it, it often got in the way of our shooting because she would want to give us the history of uh, fried chicken <laughs> and uh, while, while we were uh, shooting. But I also I think also what inspires me as a um, a black woman creative is her unapologetic nature from very very beginning, which has to do with the choice to be a poet, which is what maybe allows her to live that life in that way or express herself in that way. But being able to have an elder to look at and see you know that journey that has been rocky, difficult but that her staying true to herself has always been part of the decisions she makes, whether I agree with them or not, is a great source of inspiration. So this unapologetic 
aspect to her, I feel can serve as a as a beautiful sort of uh, reference for those of us who you know have more decades in front of us. I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with the co-writers, co-producers, co-directors of this wonderful documentary film called Going to Mars, the Nikki Giovanni Project, and that would be Joe Brewster and Michelle Stevenson. The film will be playing this week, starting on November 3rd here in Los Angeles at the Lemley Royal Theater, right there on Santa Monica Boulevard, and then followed by a run on Max, or HBO Max, so be looking for it coming up soon. There are a couple of things. Uh, Joe, you mentioned, you, you talked a little bit about her relationship with her father. And uh, as I'm watching the film, so much of what uh, comes across is, for me, is obviously an important relationship in her life, but also trauma. Trauma personally, trauma from a kind of a social uh, uh, framework and her, how she has addressed that in her in her life. Uh, on, in so many different ways. Um, and something I keep coming back to is the impact of trauma and our inability to acknowledge it and then move and hopefully move forward. And I'm speaking more in the sort of the political social realm here in the United States and all over the world, but he's certainly here. And she seems to be someone who has taken on that challenge in her work in a clear-eyed way. I think what is clear uh, in the film uh, is that that trauma has had both a, a, a detrimental and a, a, at times positive effect uh, on her. That she does not want the trauma to define her. And she shows us, she's a, a roadmap for uh, avoiding the, the trauma of our past being the roadmap for our future. Yeah, I just want to expand a little bit on what Joe was saying regarding okay. uh, uh, trauma. And then I think uh, in some ways, uh, all art and artistic expression often comes from places of pain. And it's about how that is processed and expressed and shared. And then we see ourselves reflected or are able to interpret our common humanity when we see whether it's a piece of art, whether it's a film, or whether it's in this case, poetry. So with the case of, uh, of, of Nikki and trauma, we had the immense benefit of receiving her artistic expression through her poetry that helps us, you know, with our own trauma and stop it from defining us as well. So I think that that is also often the role of artists that we often forget and culture, right? It's um, how do we process these things so we acknowledge our common humanity? And Nikki does it in such an eloquent way with the poetry that she writes. With regard to the Afrofuturism, I'm not sure Nikki would define herself as that. <laughs> you know, I don't think that label has, I think at this point, become a little bit overused and commodified. Mm -hmm. What I can say in terms of our experience with Nikki is, and she says it in the film, is that she has been a space freak since she's been a child. Right. And it's sprinkled throughout her poetry, but it's also, again, this idea of seeing the world differently and turning it on its head. The science and the, and the, and the outer space that she leans into is also part of that healing process and expressing her artistry. And I think that 
you know, a, a light bulb really went off for us uh, when she read that poem, Quilting the Black Eyed Pea, We're Going to Mars, which happened about six months into our shooting. And we realized that this was hitting so many important elements of the Black experience of common humanity about rethinking what our journey is as human beings, um, that we realized it really needed to be the spine of the film because it integrated both the middle passage from where we come to this expression here in our Western hemisphere to understanding, you know, what will it take for us to maintain our humanity as we think about outer space. So um, yeah, I, that, that's basically all. For me, it was a, a quite an emotional journey to include these elements of space, but really grounded, again, in trauma and history. Um, but, but, but without, taking a without, twist on it, taking but a without twist giving on it. Uh, the film away, the notion of future is thoroughly explored. And although there's a discussion of space, uh, the important space uh, uh, that we really land in is the space of family, of uh, the next generation. And uh, I think uh, that's certainly in line with Afrofuturist theory. There are so many cinematic elements in this film that make it a creative and, and wonderful watch of uh, the creativity in terms of the use of archival footage, uh, how it's integrated in, and this al allowing us to kind of move backwards and forward through her life uh, gives, again, to reinforce what you were saying, Joe, this idea of space and and how you mentioned also, Joe, the editing it all it just it's a it's an experience i think i referred to it in the introduction as a cinematic experience of her for in recounting her life um and before you answer ask that question it's coming but i can remember my first cinematic experiences and that i was moved for days after seeing the film and so that's how the uh, people are describing this experience. And the question is, why is that? Why is Nikki's experience seen by the audience as their own experience? And it's because uh, we use um, more overtonal editing style. We use, uh, we often use synthesis and anti-synthesis, thesis, anti-thesis, uh, montage uh, techniques where we oppose opposites uh, uh, visually, sonically, and, and cause the audience to really think not about where Nikki went from one moment to another, but sometimes that translates the audience to thinking about their own life, their own grandmother, and the decisions that that, that they make. But so, I, I would say in addition to that, though, uh, there is a cinematic experience that is not verbal and is not intellectual, but hits at an emotional level that in some some ways we can't even articulate it. And we call it cinematic, right? But there are things uh, 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 about it sometimes that are not articulatable, <laughs> if that's a word. And I think it it, it also has to do with the different layering elements that have been um, thought about and integrated and figuring out the sonoric also, the sonoric experience we thought about. 
and it was subliminal in some ways. And there was also a thesis, antithesis and juxtaposition there that spoke to people's sort of collective understanding of certain sounds. For example, the sound of the boat creaking over space, right? Obviously yeah. the boat is in the water, but you're seeing the constant, the stellar constellations, right? Yeah. And so that hits at an emotional level. Sometimes that's not, um, it's not intellectual. It's emotional. It's at the, what's that? There's some part of the brain <laughs> that sort of makes these connections for us. And then sometimes that's what cinema is. And we try to appeal to that sometimes very intentionally. And sometimes we don't realize it, but our unconscious is also speaking to how we're putting things together. Well, congratulations on this terrific documentary film and winner of a number of awards and accolades uh, across the board. Congratulations on working with Tommy Oliver on this film. I know he's a, an important part of this. And uh, acknowledging the importance of Black women, going to Emmett Till's mom, Fannie Lou Hamer, uh, Rosa Parks, so many who have been so instrumental in moving this country forward. Uh, thank you for all of this. Um, again, the film is called Going to Mars, the Nikki Giovanni Project. We've been speaking with the co-directors, Michelle Stevenson and Joe Brewster. All the very best to you moving forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.